0: Mr. Epps was in front of the January 6th committee, and we were told that a transcript of his interview would be released, but it's never been released.
1: And I wondered, was he sworn? None in? of the transcripts have been released, so you don't need a conspiracy theory about that. We haven't oh, released any of were them. Were you present when he was interviewed? That would give me some no, I was not. I was not. We've done more than a thousand interviews. You guys are trying to make this poor schmuck who showed up to your protest into something a lot bigger than he is. Okay, He's just trying to survive, and he's on your side. You don't have many voters left. You might want to try to hang on to them without demonizing and vilifying your own people. But That's the Donald Trump way. Sell everybody else down the road, unless you're going to get a pardon. Some people are still hanging around waiting for their pardon. But most people have opened their eyes about what he's done to our country, what he's done to his family. Have you guys ever read the book by Mary Trump? about the way that Donald Trump has absolutely destroyed their family, wrecked her father's life. Can can you believe this? They do it to family. They do it to friends. They do it to their own associates and employees. And now you guys are doing it to this poor Ray Epps. Leave that guy alone, whoever he is. I yield back to Ms. Garcia. Can
0: can you believe what we just witnessed? That is uh, Raskin. Literally, does everyone remember "Leave Britney Alone"? Hold on a second. I don't know. Some people might be sufficiently young that you might not know who "Leave Britney Alone" guy is. Hold on. Okay, we're all good there with the. Uh... We're good there with the audio. Hold on. Does everyone know "Leave Britney Alone"? It's a classic. Eleven years ago. Oh, my goodness. Do we really want to
2: see a 25-year-old woman leave behind two children and die? Have we learned nothing from Anna Nicole Smith? I know it's hard to see Britney's. She lost her aunt. She went through a divorce. She had two fucking kids. Her husband turned out to be... A user, it was a parody, cheater, by the and now this she's going through a custody battle. All you people care about is readers and making money off of her. She's a human!
0: This was the viral video once upon a what time. What you don't
2: realize is that Britney's making you all this money Wait, because it? all you people want is more, 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 more! Leave her alone!
0: Okay, so that was a parody way back in the day. Uh, it, it is still a classic. Eleven years later, Listen Mr. Epps was inf- to what Raskin is saying about Ray Epps. People, this is in the context of um the insurrection, or as Chuck Schumer put it, the erection. This is in the context of inciting the erection. The darkest day. In recent memory of American history, compared to 9-11, compared to Pearl Harbor, where a mob of pro-Trump rioters, insurrectionists, tried to take over the Capitol, undermine democracy, overthrow a duly elected government, spearheaded by one Ray Epps. Everybody under the sun, and I mean everybody under the sun, that was tangentially related to anything that happened on January 6th, was either investigated, prosecuted, jailed. Uh, That's an exaggeration. Not everyone. Ray Epps, the man who literally said, the night before, we need to enter the Capitol building. And when he said that, he was called fed, fed, fed by the people in the crowd. The day of was leading people to the Capitol building. Uh, Angeli. The QAnon shaman, what did he get, five years for entering uh, with his American flag on a spear? What were some of the other outrageous, outrageous sentences? Ray Epps was an individual who incited people the day before to enter the Capitol, was there the day of, got into restricted areas, was on the FBI's most wanted list in the day's after the events of January 6th was magically mysteriously taken off that list, has not been indicted, uh, has not faced any charges and uh, Raskin is trying to make him out to be some poor schmuck I really hate it when people uh, get colloquial, they try to like you know, chummy chummy it up by using uh, dialect that is informal, that if you call them out on it, they're well Oh, don't, don't, I just, you're just a schmuck. He's just a poor schmuck, right? Right, Raskin? Let's listen to this again. And listen to this with the astute uh, ear of confession through projection. Accuse your enemies of doing what you are doing so as to create confusion. Raskin is basically telling us exactly what he does, what his side of the political aisle does. Listen to this one more time because it's it's just, it's a work of art in a way. Um, where did it go? Where, where is it? Here, listen to this. Let's just make it big again. Okay. Front of the January 6th committee. And we were told that a transcript of his interview would be released, but it's never been released. And I wondered, was he sworn?
1: None of the transcripts have been released. So you don't need a conspiracy theory about that.
0: None of the transcripts have been released after nearly two years of investigation. So you don't need a conspiracy theory about that. I don't need a conspiracy theory. I need an explanation. Two years of investigations, over a thousand witnesses um, examined, and they haven't released the depositions of, 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 of insignificant schmuck who's just trying to survive, Ray Epps. But it's never been released. Why? And I wondered, was he sworn None in?
1: of the transcripts have been released, so you don't need a conspiracy theory about that. We haven't well, released any of them. Were you present with-
0: Why not, Raskin? Why haven't you released the transcripts? You said you have overwhelming evidence of insurrection of Donald Trump leading the charge to overthrow democracy, why haven't you released any of the transcripts? That's normal. Two years later, after two years of investigation, taxpayer dollars squandered. Maybe you haven't released the transcripts because they're not quite as damning as they need to be. If the public uh, got their scrutinizing eyes on these transcripts, they might be more useful than two years
1: of House committee investigations. When he was interviewed, that would give me- No, I was not. I was not. We've done more than a thousand interviews. You guys are trying to make this poor schmuck who showed up to your protest into something a lot bigger than he is.
0: You're trying to make this poor schmuck who showed up to your protest a lot bigger than he is. If there was anybody who had a hand in orchestrating the events in real time and prepping up to it, it was Ray Epps. Not. uh... Oh, geez. I I forgot his name, Now Came on the show. Brandon Strzok, not Brandon Strzok, by the way, who was detained for two days, house arrest for months, went through years of hell because he video recorded outside the steps without entering the Capitol the day of. Not, um, who was the other guy there? Oh, the one who took the picture with the, took a picture when he went inside. No, all those other people I would argue are insignificant compared to Reyes. He's just some poor, just some poor schmuck. Let me get colloquial and casual with all of you. So like, we're friends, we're
1: friends. He's just a schmuck. (laughs) Let's let the schmuck go. Okay, he's just trying to survive and he's on your side. You don't have many voters left. You might want to try to hang on to them without demonizing and vilifying your own people. What the hell is he
0: talking about? You might want to hold on to your, you don't have very many voters left, only 74 million. Even if you even if you believe they're only 74 million, you may want to hold on to them without demonizing and vilifying them. Oh, you mean like one POTUS did? About how how long ago was that? The the Red Sermon. Uh, uh, it's, it's, it's unbelievable. This is unbelievable, pathological.
1: That's the Donald Trump way. Sell everybody else down the road. Unless you can get a pardon. Some people are still hanging around waiting for their pardon. But most people have opened their eyes about what he's done to our country, what he's done to his. Most people open their
0: eyes, but we're not letting your eyes see the transcripts. And uh, don't ask too many questions about Ray Epps; he's just a poor schmuck. Family. Oh, and, and let's get into Trump's family, because when all else fails, shame the person, shame anybody who trusts them, supports them, follows them. Then try to shame the family. You guys ever read the book by Mary Trump? Oh, Mary Trump, the woman who stole uh, confidential documents from a law firm, tax records, and then delivered them to um, journalists, and then wrote a book on it to sell her own story about her selling her family. Oh, yeah, yeah. Let's let let Mary Trump lecture us about how you treat them. No, but Mary Trump is to be believed. She documents how bad Donald Trump was with his entire family. Because, you know, Donald Trump's kids turned out with lots of serious problems, you know, they, Donald Trump's kids turned out to write diaries about how the father was inappropriate with them. Uh, Donald Trump's kids turned out to have serious lifelong problems. But no, no, let, let's 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 try to attack Donald Trump's family. And if anybody dares mention anything of Joe Biden and his family, leave the kids out of this. About the way that Donald Trump has absolutely destroyed their family. Oh, he's 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 destroyed their family. Some people might say um, you're an idiot, Raskin. Some people might say this is the most pathologically unhinged diatribe ever. He's destroyed their family. They look destroyed. They look destroyed by comparison to someone else's family,
1: which actually looks destroyed. Wrecked her father's life. They do it to family. They do it to friends. They do it to their own associates and employees. All
0: projection. All projection.
1: And now you guys are doing it to this poor Ray Epps. Leave that guy alone, whoever he is. Can you imagine Raskin is pretending to not know who
0: Ray Epps is? Leave him alone, whoever that poor schmuck is. What a pathological, disingenuous, overt liar. I mean, whoever this guy is, I don't know who he is. Leave him alone. Forget about him. Move on. I yield back to Ms. Garcia. Yeah, way way to use your time, Raskin. Way to use your time for a self-serving, utterly preposterous diatribe. Leave poor Ray Epps alone. He's just trying to survive good afternoon, people. Sorry for the bad timing for the lateness. And sorry, if I look a little haggard, um, we're getting ready to live through our first tropical storm. It, you know, In Canada, they say, okay, 12 inches of snow is coming, or it's going to be like minus 40. Don't go. It's like, oh, that's fine. You stay inside. And you know, unless you have a problem, some roof collapses, or there's too much ice accumulating. Fine. This is intense. Like, I don't know if it's media attention, or if it's actually like, you know, outright panic, but like, this is an environment where people are being told potentially to evacuate their homes and areas, not, not us where we are. Apparently it's going like inland and it's going to skip the lower, never eat no, the lower north, uh, lower Southeast side and go up and make landfall at Tallahassee. But like, uh, yes, uh, Steve C says, yeah, but we got lucky a little North of us. It's intense. You're t- talking about people boarding up and evacuating. It's, this is not a this is not a massive snowstorm typically the worst thing that happens is bad driving and uh school cancellation so if i look tired that's wonderful energy christian thank you very much uh, I, I if i look tired it might be because i feel tired but we are we are preparing uh it should be fun i kind of want to go to the east coast beach tomorrow because they've canceled schools um and uh i kind of want to see what An ocean looks like in a hurricane, but my wife says, don't do that. We'll see. We'll see. Um, So good morning. Good afternoon, depending on where you are. Got some interesting stuff in the news today. Uh, We'll get to them in in due course, but. Seem to be some holes in some pipelines. uh, Between Russia and Germany, which some people say look like sabotage. CIA was warning of potential sabotage. When people warn of things to come and then things occur, people start asking questions. Past is prologue. People have questions. Uh, Randy Hillier, the Canadian uh, member of provincial parliament, has seen some charges against him drop, but not the most recent charges from a little while back, a year and a half ago. Uh, We're going to get into that because it's par for the course. You know, lay some charges give the media their headlines. A year and a half later, drop the charges. Everyone forgets about the incident, but remembers the headlines from the time. Um, Interesting story that I heard uh, related to a little jibby jab. And um, I just started looking things up and I came across an interesting study from the NCBI, NCBHI, whatever it is. It's a a legit thing. It's It's just stating facts, which I was largely unaware of and now I'm largely pissed off about having read. We'll get to that as well. Um, let me see here. That was my dog who just made a noise. Oh, and the, let's let's just start with this. Apparently, Roketa, Nick Roketa, has been permanently suspended to use the Orwellian newspeak. Permanently suspended from Twitter. Um, the, the the operating theory. This is like one of those incidents now where we we live in a world kind of like where you have like these quasi-terrorist entities when something bad happens some of these, these groups want to claim credit for it even if they're not responsible for it and so Nick Ricada, uh, for right or for wrong for good or for bad has uh, made some enemies on Twitter uh, of various groups and uh, apparently he has now been banned and I suspect there's going to be a great many people wanting to take credit for this and I suspect it probably is the result of some flagging campaign but You know, eh. the one theory is that it's an individual named Christopher Boozy, who owns this app that tracks bad Twitter accounts called Bot Sentinel, who has uh, picked a fight, found a fight with LawTube. Uh, Some people are hypothesizing or Boozy is taking credit for this. Uh, And some people are hypothesizing that the reason Ricada's account was suspended is because it was a suspension evasion because he had been previously suspended or banned and set up a new account. And that in and of itself is in fact a bannable offense. It happened to Savannah Hernandez and it, it seems to have happened to Nick Ricada as well. But people want to take credit for it. His previous account was Nick Ricada and he was evading suspension. Every group has to eventually face the fact that they can't win against the bot Sentinel community. And this latest group is no different. Next, and then you have well Alejandro Caraballo, who I think is also with um, in a community that uh, Riqueta has pissed off as well. And that's it. You know, you get you get an unfair, abusive, initial permanent suspension, which is a ban. Create a new account. It's evasion. Uh, it's a, a ban evasion, which is itself a bannable offense. Happened to Savannah Hernandez. And it's a load of crap, and it's a testament to the degree to which Twitter as a platform is comprised of bots, mass flagging campaigns, capricious willy-nilly rules applied with a political viewpoint um, perspective, and Bracada now seems to be on the receiving end of that hammer. Uh, Let's see what we got here. Boozy is his... No, is his... I don't know what that means. I thought that said last name. Um, Boozy is his last name, which is what I thought that said. Can't believe Arcata lasted this long. Um, where are the tacos? They'll be coming. It's going to be a taco load of rubbish. Start. Let's start with some of the... Let's start with the Canadian rubbish. Um, no, you know what? Let's start with Joe Biden rubbish.
2: So God bless you all and pray that we come figure out how to come together better than we have so far. Because a lot of people's lives and futures depend upon it. And I'm confident, I'm absolutely confident we can get it done. So God bless you all and pray that we come figure out how to come together better.
0: This is psychotic. I mean, it's, I don't want to say it's like me, myself, and Irene split personalities. It, it, but it is caricature level uh, psychosis. The, the the red sermon man himself, who talks about MAGA Republicans, Republican extremists, threat to democracy, clear and present danger, in re- in reference to roughly half the population who votes, the half the voting population, assuming you operate on the seventy four million votes for Trump and the eighty one million votes for Joe Biden, he spends uh, uh, his time in a national address demonizing. Tens of millions of people in the most insidious, deep-rooted manner possible. Threats to democracy, clear and present danger, MAGA Republican extremists. And then another day when he's feeling nice, how do we come together? How, oh, Give me some virtue signaling point. How do we come together? How do we bring these MAGA Republican extremist existential threats, clear and present dangers together? How do we, how do we come together with these evil, awful, dangerous people who want to overthrow? it's, it's delusional.
2: So God bless you all and pray that we come figure out how to come
0: together better than we have so far. You are to blame for it, Biden. It's, it would be like Justin Trudeau, and I'm sure he's done it and will do it again, talking about how sad it is that we're a divided nation. We need to to ratchet down the rhetoric. We need to calm it down, tone it down. We need to come together. But those people are putting us all at risk. They're a bunch of racist, misogynist, extremists, but we need to come together. How do we do it? I'm the unifier. I want to unify those racist, misogynist, xenophobic, anti-science, extremist, anti-vaxxers with the good people. Let's do it together. It's pathological okay well that was the crap that we're going to start with uh thank you for reminding me uh we're going to be moving over to rumble in 10 minutes um or 10 minutes or so we'll cover one story here the the randy hillier story and then we'll move over to rumble exclusively big problem with rumble is not being able to adjust the video quality if i am low on data i still watch youtube because i can lower video quality to make it work rumble should fix that screen grabbed and i will tell um pavlovsky that because it's an interesting thing i was trying to get um I was trying to stream with crappy uh, internet on Spirit Air, and I tr- it didn't work. But I tried to reduce the video quality to 144p on YouTube just so I could get it. Cr- I just wanted the audio. So if that's an interesting uh, complaint, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna send it over to Chris. Uh, okay, let's let's just start with some Canadian stuff. After I make sure that we're live on Rumble because I haven't done that yet. Stupid me boom shakalaka we are here okay and by the way stick around tomorrow we're going to have an amazing stream with chloe cole the the former transgender 18 year old woman who had a double mastectomy uh, at the age of 15 or 16 was put on puberty blockers at the age of 12 or 13 uh we're going to have an amazing discussion tomorrow so be, be sure to tune into that and now let's get to randy hillier what the heck did i just do here hold on Share. share Um, oh, son of a beasting. Where is it? Charges dropped against Mandy Hill. Here we go. Okay. This is the news coming out of uh, Canada. Crown drops charges against former MP, Member of Parliament, MPP, Member of Provincial Parliament, and Pastor for attending Church of God services in Aylmer, Ontario. Some of you may recall or you may not know, Randy Hillier was recently charged with a number of mischief-related crimes resulting from the Freedom Convoy uh, protests. One of the not-so humorous charges that Randy Hillier was recently charged with in February or March, assault on a police officer. He was charged with assaulting a police officer. Randy Hillier is not that elderly gentlemen can't assault police officers. He's an elderly gentleman, a member of provincial parliament who was on Parliament Hill to protest and support the protest. He's accused, he's been charged with assault on a police officer in addition to all the mischief charges because he moved a barricade uh, from the stairs to parallel with the stairs so that protesters could walk up the stairs and a a police officer allegedly claimed to have felt threatened and intimidated, hence the assault charges. Those charges are still pending. Uh, Those charges where the terms of his release from jail, his bail terms, consisted in restricting his freedom of speech, what he could post online, what debates he could have publicly, where he could travel. These charges are not those charges. These charges are from a year and a half ago. Now, a year, a year and a half later, those charges have been dropped. And I can predict in about a year to a year and a half, the current charges currently pending against Randy Hillier will also be dropped, but not after the headlines ran, Randy Hillier charged with assaulting a police officer. A year and a half after a former MP, MPP and pastor, at the Church of God were charged for violating the Reopening Ontario Act amid COVID-19 restrictions, the Crown has officially dropped its charges. Amazing. According to the Justice Center for Constitutional Freedom, JCCF, I've had John Carpe on the channel multiple times. Uh, I've had Keith Wilson Wilson on, who is currently representing Brian Peckford in his charter challenge. Had him on as well. According to the JCCF, the group represented the three men. Charges against former MP Derek Sloan Former MPP Randy Hillier and Pastor Henry Hildebrandt were dropped by the crown on Monday. They drag you through the mud. They drag you through the process. They drop the charges. No harm, no foul, no skin off their teeth. But they put you through hell. They besmirched your name. Now, when you Google search for these people, those, those articles will always come up. Nothing unlawful about it. They were just reporting the charges that they actually faced. A year and a half later, drop the charges. The three men were allegedly involved in, a peaceful, in peaceful rallies against COVID-19 measures in the spring of 2021 and were facing charges for violating public health orders under the reopening Ontario Act. Uh, let's see what we got here. Last year, the province of Ontario implemented attendance limits and events throughout the province. Yeah, we know that. Despite the new regulations, the Church of God in Aylmer still held indoors. God forbid, pun intended. They held indoor services. You could go to Walmart. You could go to Canadian Tire. You could go to McDonald's, although McDonald's only had a drive through in many places, but you, you could go to big box retail stores. You just can't pray to God. What, what does an abusive partner do in every relationship? They try to alienate you from friends, family, religion, education. They control who you can see, who you can talk to, what you can talk about. We have been in an abusive relationship with our government, if not since 2020, since much earlier. But it certainly was exacerbated in 2020 and beyond. They tried to control God, education, family, friends, who you could talk to, what you could read. Telltale signs of an abusive relationship. Despite the new regulations, the Church of God still held indoor services that far exceeded the maximum number of attendees and parishioners were seen without masks and in close proximity to each other. Oh my God. Hey, for the people who say follow the science... Can I see the statistics that showed massive outbreaks resulting from church services? I mean surely if you implement policy that restricts it you have to have studies that demonstrate an objective risk such that this violation limitation of charter rights uh is directly necessary proportionate and uh you know ma- required surely there have to be studies There are no studies and stop calling me surely Oh Let's see what we got here. They were charged, yada, yada. In a 2021 video posted by the Church to YouTube, both Sloan and Hillier were called by Hildebrandt to give a short speech. There is no foundation on which we can build. There is no foundation on which we can build than Jesus Christ, our rock, our Lord, and our Savior. God bless you and God bless Canada, said Sloan in the video. It brings tears to one's eyes to see so many people, Hillier added. On Monday, CTV News London spoke with the men at the center of the controversy, including Sloane. Quote, we are protesting the government's specific policies in question at the time, he said. We weren't just partying. So I think it's the right thing to do. I think people want to move on and move forward. We exercised our right to free speech and association and the prosecution made the right decision. The charges carried potential penalties of fine, up to $100,000 and minimums of 10,000. A year later, a year and a half later, They made the point. At the time, I'm sure they scared the bejesus, also pun intended. I'm sure they scared the bejesus out of a lot of people uh, back then who said, "Geez, I I don't want that. Will Ari Ari here, will you condemn Jeremy McKenzie? Uh, Ari, maybe you should should actually go um, follow me on Twitter. Um, You can maybe even go back to the live stream I did with Jeremy McKenzie. You know, g- good parentheses. Time to open this. Jeremy McKenzie uh, said something which he claims was a joke, which I say it's not a joke. There, there's there's lines even in humor that you don't cross, and he crossed it. In my view, uh, I people don't need to go out and say I condemn violent. I condemn these. It goes without saying. Anybody with half a brain and half a conscience. Some I, I don't compel other people to condemn egregious acts of violence, egregiously offensive statements. It goes without saying. Mackenzie crossed the line with his statements. It's, it's, it's terrible. And that's what it is. And now, the, and now there are a ton of people who were following Jeremy who are going to be put in a, in a terribly tough spot because some statements, you, people could say, joke, you joke. It was, it was a prank, bro. No, at some point, it's not a prank. And at some point, it's not just a joke. When you're talking about certain things with a politician's wife, it's not a joke. So is is that enough of a condemnation? I I don't expect other people to apologize for the wrongdoings of other people. I also don't go around making people say, condemn uh, comments about sexually assaulting people because it goes without saying. Now, Jeremy's a big boy and he's gonna have to live with the consequences of what he said. He can stand by it. He um, He can try to explain it. He's a big boy. He'll live with the consequences of what he said. Uh, and it puts other people who, up until then, were supporting Jeremy and his cause, in a very tough spot. And that's that. You know, I, I, I've said it before: you conduct yourself in a way that would make your parents, your children, and your pets proud. Um, and also, I've also, you know, we drafted the terms of of use for for Rumble. There's a limit, and I would argue that that joke crossed a line. What did Jeremy say? Go to go to Twitter. Uh, you know what? I'll put it up here. Clyde Do Something put out a great video. Actually, that's basically what I said on Twitter. Is Clyde said it. I, 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 Clyde said it. Clyde Do Something. Uh, where is it? Justin Trudeau, Pierre Poiliev. Here we go. There oh, it is. I'll put it up here. And um, here we go. You can have a look at it. it it, is leave moms and family out of political jokes. It's just that it's, it's not a joke. It's just, you know, I, I, you, you, you see how things happen. People push the limits. They also, you know, Jeremy said, I was drunk two in the morning talking to 50 people. No, at some point you're no longer, people have to appreciate. You're no longer talking to a small group of friends as if it would be even appropriate. Then nobody would say that among a small group of friends. Words, words, uh, there's a line that, that that's a line And now Jeremy is going to have to live with the consequences and and, and deal with it. That's it. Okay. We are 30 minutes into this. Let me see this. Ninja Kitty. Did you get my tweet last week about the mother-daughter who got CPS SWAT after daughter desisted? I joined Twitter to contact. Not sure if it worked. Linked video. Okay. I'll check it out, Ninja Kitty. I'm not sure that I saw it, but I'll have a look. Okay. Thank you. Now, uh, did I tag another one? Okay. There we go. We are going to bring it over to the rumbles right now. Let me get the link so we can all go find it. I'm sweating. I think, I think I may have put the air conditioning to a little bit too high of a line. There is no line. No, th- there is a line. There is a line. Uh, what would be legal harassment? Uh, you know, whether or not it rises to threats is going to be he's given every argument to ideological adversaries to go after him to the fullest extent of the a reasonable interpretation of the of, of the law. And it was it's just it's just, you know, there's edgy and then there's going over the edge. OK, let's do this. We're going to wind it up on YouTube, people head over to Rumbles. We got Nordstrom, not Nordstrom. <laughs> That's the joke I had at the back of my head. Nord Stream pipeline sabotage. Who knows? It's 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 crazy what's going on. Um, not to be confused with Nordstrom's, the big box retail store. Okay, go over there, people. I'm ending it on YouTube in three, two, one. I think we're alone now. Oh, the OnlyFans. Yeah, there, there was a, a a tweet and images going around of uh, someone who has an only fans page and they were sharing the pictures on, on, on Twitter. I guess if someone has an only it was Rachel Dolezal people and the, and the, and the images are, are going around Twitter, but if someone has an only fans page, the only, the only wrongdoing in sharing the content is that people get it without having to pay for it. But, um, that's, that's, uh, okay. To- total, total, um, distraction. All right, what do we want to bring up now? Let's bring, let's bring up an article that I just, it, it, it shocked me and it, uh, it angered me just a touch, just a touch because I'm, I'm in this boat. I'm personally affected and I'm, 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 I'm quite angry and I'm a little concerned because what they're saying in this study was known at the time they were saying other things. Safe and effective. I came across an article, which I'll get to after I read the tweet, Except for that compelling evidence, and compelling evidence in quotes, because it comes from the NCBI study that the spike protein generated from the jab, quote, from the study, crossed the blood-brain barrier, end quote, and may quote cause inflammation and or clots in the brain. That's not even the worst part of this study. I, I was looking up the um, cognitive impairments or neurological issues that can come from. The jibby-jabby. Now, full disclaimer, uh, and it says it in the article, it, it, it can also come from uh, a COVID infection. Uh, is it John Campbell, the Dr. John Campbell, the British guy who was going over a study? Uh, I watched the video just yesterday or the day before. A study basically, uh, like hundreds of thousands of, 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 of people, subjects, I guess they call them, uh, that showed uh, an increased diagnosis of dementia post-COVID infection compared to those who did not get a COVID infection or did not get diagnosed with a COVID infection. And so John Campbell, let me just make sure I got the right. um, I'm going to go to rumble just to make sure I got the right dog. It's John Campbell, right? Yeah. Okay. It was Dr. Campbell. So he goes over the the numbers and and he says, he says in his view, the the numbers make sense or it seems to be substantiated a 69% increased likelihood of a diagnosis of dementia, some form of dementia um, after COVID infection compared to those who were not diagnosed with a COVID infection. Now I asked Dr. Campbell, uh, three questions in that, in his video, one of which was, have there been an increased, uh, number of diagnoses of dementia? And two, I mean, the obvious question is how do they, uh, how are they factoring in the jab in all of this as well. Now the study starts within a year from COVID infections in 2020. The the jab has only been around for a year and a half, maybe. But how do they factor in the jab as as relates to those statistics? And another question I asked him is, you know, this study is based on the fact that there's a 69 percent increased likelihood of diagnosis post COVID infection compared to those who were not diagnosed with a COVID infection. But a lot of people, I suspect, were in fact infected with COVID, and didn't go to get a diagnosis which itself could in fact have an impact on the stats which means that uh people who knew it it could have an impact on the stats if the 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 type of person who doesn't go to get a covid test um also doesn't go to a doctor quite as much so I i had a bunch of questions i hope he can answer them i put it in the comment section we'll see but i came across this study and um it 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 was it was mildly shocking National library of medicine the national Center for biotechnical Info- biotechnology information how does severe acute respiratory syndrome coronavirus affect the brain and its implications for the vaccine currently in use um So this mini-review focuses on the mechanisms of how severe acute respiratory syndrome, coronavirus, affects the brain with an emphasis on the role of the spike protein in the patients with neurological symptoms. Following infections, patients with a history of neurological complications may be at higher risk of developing long-term neurological conditions associated with the protein, the prion, such as Parkinson's disease and Lewy body dementia. Compelling evidence has been published to indicate that the spike protein which is derived from SARS-CoV-2 and generated from the vaccines currently employed, is not only able to cross the blood-brain barrier, but may cause inflammation and or blood clots in the brain. Consequently, should vaccine-induced expression of spike proteins not be limited to the site of injection and draining lymph nodes, there is a potential of long-term Implications following inoculation that may be identical to that of patients exhibiting neurological complications after being infected with SARS-CoV-2. However, further studies are needed before definitive conclusions can be made. Uh, I I, I don't think I'm misunderstanding anything there. Uh, They're basically saying that the jab uh, triggers a, a spike protein that permeates the brain barrier, and that can cause neurological uh, issues. I believe the word was decades later. This
1: should the, is this, is this it?
0: Where was the part? Um, no, I know I saw it in a few places. Here we go. It, it's, it, it is enough to make you angry. And, um, and, and scared, let's we'll sh- just sh- say that. T- two, two emotions that typically don't cause for good problem solving. Uh, during the pandemic, vaccine manufacturers were focused mainly on assessing the efficacy of their products. However, following experience with other coronaviruses, as mentioned earlier, it was already known that the spike proteins are largely responsible for the observed pathology. Therefore, a theoretical scenario exists where a certain proportion of people receiving the COVID-19 vaccine Likely from among those with neurological side effects, severe headaches may exhibit neurological symptoms of synucleinopathies, diagnoses as Parkinson's disease and/or Lewy dementia, up to two to three decades post-immunization. In the U.S. Food and Drug Administration's FDA briefing document, Pfizer stated the following with respect to their COVID-19 vaccine: following authorization of the vaccine. Use in large numbers of individuals may reveal additional potentially less frequent and, mo- and or more serious adverse events not detected in the trial safety, po- safety population of nearly 44,000 participants over the period of follow-up at this time. Active and passive safety surveillance will continue during the post-authorization period to detect new safety signals. The other manufacturers made similar statements. Obviously, the pharmaceutical industry has taken it upon itself to activate and passive safety surveillance. <sighs> yeah, let me see here. Brain barrier. Where was it? Where is the barrier? Vaccine. It's, it's that, that's the punchline, people. Uh, and who would have thunk that you can't speed safety trials for this very reason? Who would have thunk that y- you can't declare something safe today when you don't know what it's going to do decades down the line? Oh, I'm sorry. They've known, and, and by the way, so part of the study says that they've known that viral infections, which can cause inflammation, can cause this decades down the line. There's a theory that dementia, Alzheimer's, is caused by viral infection that causes inflammation That causes damage to the brain that is detected years or decades down the line. Now they're concluding that some doctors were saying this before I even knew what the terms meant, that the spike protein generated by the jab wasn't staying located to the site of the injection, that it was going throughout the body, going to lymph nodes, going to genitals, going to breasts. Some doctors were saying this from the beginning. I didn't even understand what the terms meant at the time. They were saying that the spike protein was traveling throughout the body and was causing issues insofar as it was traveling to areas where it's not supposed to travel to causing inflammation or other issues because of the fact that the spike protein was not staying in the injection site. These doctors were called quacks. They were demonized. They had their Wikipedia pages stealth edited to discredit them. And now... NCBI or whatever that, that publication was, it, it's it's legit. It's saying, Yeah, there's we're seeing, you know, uh, numbers indicating increased dementia in post-COVID infections. Oh, now we're also seeing that the spike protein is crossing the brain membrane barrier and that it, it can cause dementia, Lewy body disease, Parkinson's disease, Alzheimer's decades later. And this has now been pushed on pretty much everybody, ninety percent of the population. I'm going to look in the chat and see people writing "pure bloods." Um, yeah, no, no, no. It's it's, um, it's shocking. Uh, it's shocking, and we have been played for fools. We have been lied to, because this is not something that you just discovered now. This is they knew damn well back in the day. They had the disclaimers in there when you go to the UK website when they were recommending, strongly recommending the jab for pregnant and breastfeeding women, they were simultaneously in the small print saying, we don't have enough data right now and therefore we cannot recommend the jab to pregnant or breastfeeding women. You could go look it up. I did an entire video on it. When they knew damn well they lacked the data to say that this is safe long-term, they were pushing it on everybody, including children. And they're still doing it. Western University is still pushing the jab on 18-year-old to 25-year-old Young males who are at risk, I don't know. Hey, they're going to be at risk for seemingly apparently dementia, Parkinson's decades later. They're at current risk for myocarditis in the order of one in 5,000 per dose. Ardian R- R- says pure blood at 71. M- Male says, says pure blood, and David 1128 says it is insidious. It is, It's, it's beyond insidious. I feel that I was lied to because I believe I was lied to knowing what I know now, because it wasn't what I knew then. And if I knew now what I knew then to quote Rod Stewart, uh, that's not the Rod Stewart song, but you know where I'm going with this. So that's it. Just, just minor things. They, they don't, you, you might be at increased risk for dementia because of inflammation to the brain. Oh, that, that little headache, they said that you might have that, that little headache. Oh, it's just a, it's a little side effect. It's a headache. It'll go away after a couple of days. Well, that might've been inflammation that's going to cause Cognitive impairments. Who knows when? You played Russian roulette. See how. Get back to me in ten to twenty to thirty years, and we'll see how you're doing. And I'm in that boat, so I'm not. I'm not pointing. I'm not pointing figures, and I'm not. uh, Oh, okay, whatever. So that's it. Interesting study. Yeah, John Campbell. Though I have those questions for him, and I would like. I would love. I'd love it if he could answer them because the numbers are one thing, but there's some there's some details in there as to what they're including and what they're not including. And basing that study on people who were diagnosed with COVID when the consensus, I remember at the time even, was that a lot of people had been infected and didn't know it, that would certainly affect the 69% differential uh, of diagnoses of Alzheimer's and those who had been diagnosed with the COVID infection. All right, um, that's, that ends that. That ends that. Now we're just going to have to sit here. The only problem now is like, Everything, that, everything bad that happens in the future, people can blame on the jab or they can blame on COVID. I mean, it's, a, it's an amazing thing. It becomes increasingly difficult to actually just assess things on their own merits. Like now everybody who, you know, who's never exercised a day in their life, and if they have a heart issue, they're going to say, oh, it's the jab. It's not the fact that I've never exercised a day in my life. Or the people who exercise rigorously and they have a heart issue, it, it, it could be the jab. It could be the Rona. It could be over, uh, over-exercising. It could be other stresses we'll never know but but we're going to have certainly depending on our blinders a propensity to blame everything bad that happens on that which we want to attribute the bad thing to for right or for wrong okay let's let's go here it's it's amazing how the cia they it's either predictive <laughs> or it's participative now i'm not making any i'm not making any any definitive statements. It's just, it's interesting. They know, be careful about something that might happen. And then it happens. Uh, this is from Reuters, September 27th. What day is it today? That's today. CIA warned Berlin about possible attacks on gas pipelines in summer. Spiegel. Now, the thing about this is the CIA doesn't need to warn anybody. These are always realistic uh, fears, concerns, you know, bomb threats, uh, sabotage. They always exist. The question is, when there's intelligence explicitly making such warnings of risks that always exist, like massive infrastructure always has a risk of sabotage. But when they make the warning, despite it always being a concern, and then something happens a few months later, people's um, connecting the dots, theorizing minds are going to start going to work. CIA warned Berlin about possible attacks on gas pipelines in summer. Spiegel. Sehr spiegel. Uh, the U.S. Central Intelligence Agency had weeks ago warned Germany about possible attacks on gas pipelines in the Baltic Sea. German magazine Spiegel said on Tuesday after gas leaks in Russia pipelines to Germany were reported. I'm going to show you the, the the video or the picture. It's everyone's making a joke. Yeah, drop a lighter and throw a match in it. But if what we see bubbling up is actually natural gas coming up from the bottom of the ocean, if that ignites, there oh, I, there was a video of it, and it was just shocking. But the German government received the CIA tip in the summer. I mean, the tip? You, you think German authorities didn't know there might be people like, it could be environmentalists. It could be Russians. It could be, it could be the CIA. It could be intelligence. You think they need the tip? Hey, guys, someone might try to sabotage your pipelines. I mean, you guys need this for infrastructure. You need this for uh, heating homes in winter. Someone might try to, Sabotage. Keep an eye on it. Oh, thank you so much for the tip, CIA. That never occurred to us before. Uh, Speaker reported citing unnamed sources adding that Berlin assumes a targeted attack on Nord Stream 1. Adding that Berlin assumes a targeted attack on Nord Stream 1 and 2 pipelines. Right, that sentence seems fragmented. A German government spokesperson declined to comment. Okay. So, CIA uh, stating the obvious people might want to sabotage critical infrastructure. Salty Sarge 2021 says cytokine storm causes blood clotting and starves organs of oxygen, thereby causing necrosis or death of tissue. The same happens when the spike proteins of the jab enters the bloodstream. Nah, dude, don't, 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 you're, don't make a neurotic hypochondriac more neurotic and more hypochondriacal. Uh So, now look at this. Is this a picture? Is this a video? Look at this, people. This is the video of the um, of what appears to be a, a gas leak in the Nordstrom Nordstrom. No, yeah the Nord the Nord Stream pipeline. I'll just we'll, we'll go over briefly what they are, but it's 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 a pipeline that delivers. I think it says something like thirty percent of Europe's energy comes from Russia and this is a pipeline going from Russia to Germany under the Baltic Sea. This, by the way, for perspective, did it say it here? This for perspective is one kilometer wide. Did it say it here? The Danish military has released volatile footage of a mysterious frothing disturbance in the Baltic Sea in the vicinity of the Nord Stream pipelines. This is one kilometer wide. So let that sink in. If that were... If I had to run that distance during a five-kilometer fun run, I could cover that in four and a half minutes. That's a joke. Um, That's one kilometer. That's basically like a disturbance of one kilometer wide. Uh, Interesting. Let's just see if I can find this here, actually. Uh, The video of one that was on fire. Gas. pipe leak, fire. Yeah, this is it right here. Look at this.
2: From production to process.
0: Th- this is this is going to blow your minds. This is what happens when it catches on fire, I guess. Um, and I, I don't I don't know if it's any better or worse. Mind to look environment, but look it at it. Look
1: this. just like a scene from a disaster movie, but this is real. This video captured today when the ocean caught fire in the Gulf of Mexico, just west of the Yucatan Peninsula. Those dramatic images of the ocean aflame quickly going viral That's, on social media. It's Some like it's it eye of fire, while others said it looked like the Lord of the Rings. Hell opening up. Pemex, the Mexican state-run oil company, says an underground natural gas pipeline sprung a leak that caused that mid-ocean fire. A number of firefighting boats pumped water onto the fire for nearly five hours until... <laughs> I'm sorry. How do you put out a fire on
0: water by pumping water onto the fire on water? That's irony, people. But that, it looks like the, uh, the portal in the ring. Oh, in German, Strom means stream. So Nord Stream is North Stream. That is from JM Forest 09. One kilometer is about half a mile for all of you Americans. It's exactly 0.6 of a mile. It's a fair distance. It's a fair distance. There's some banging going on here. So that's what it looks like when uh, a gas leak from a pipe in the ocean catches fire. Um, but it doesn't look like the, the, if that's the leak, which it really seems to be. It hasn't caught fire yet, and hopefully it doesn't. Um, so let's just see. Just a little, a little a little explainer. This is from Al Jazeera. That's a, also an outlet that I like to read from to get away from CNN and Fox News and MSNBC. Uh, Nord Stream pipeline leaks. What happened? What's the impact? A series of unusual leaks in two gas pipelines running from Russia under the Baltic Sea to Germany triggered concerns about sabotage understandably so although i mean how does how would you sabotage an underwater pipe in the first place Would you like troll 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 a hook over it or an anchor or something to break the pipes or drop charges down i I can't even think that um diabolically sudden and unexplained gas leaks detected in the nord stream one and two pipelines from russia to germany have prompted investigations by european countries into the cosmic fear of possible sabotage i'm betting on sabotage This is too coincidental to not be sabotaged. This is like an orgy of evidence. Like in in Minority Report, like, okay, we have a conflict between Russia and Ukraine. Sanctions on Russia, uh, demands that Russia continue to supply uh, uh, natural gas so that Europe can continue to heat their homes while Europe imposes sanctions on Russia. Russia says, well, if we have problems with the pipeline, how are we going to do it? And lo and behold, there's problems with the pipeline. Who could it be? This could be any number of parties involved in the sabotage. Uh, Russia to punish, Europe to create sympathy, the US to create animosity, anybody. It could be environmentalists, just coincidentally. It ain't. Who knows? We'll find out. Denmark's armed forces on Tuesday released video showing bubbles rushing to the surface, the surface of the Baltic Sea above the pipelines, and said the largest gas leak and said the largest gas leak has caused surface disturbances of well over one kilometer in diameter. An energy standoff over Russia's war in Ukraine halted flows through Nord Stream 1 and prevented the onset of flows through the parallel Nord Stream 2. Plunging Russian gas supplies have caused prices to soar in Europe, where countries have struggled to find alternative supplies of energy used to heat homes, generate electricity, and run factories. And at the same time, what are the ever-wise members of European government doing? They're decommissioning uh, nuclear power plants. It's almost... It's almost like it's manufactured. It's almost like it's a manufactured crisis, or at the very least, not throwing water onto this fire. They're just throwing gas onto this fire. Uh, The leak overshadows the inauguration of the long-awaited Baltic pipeline that will bring Norwegian gas to Poland in efforts to bolster Europe's energy independence from Moscow. It's funny, who who was was, was, um, emphasizing... Uh, the risks of European dependence on Russian energy. Who, who I, I remember some crazy, uh, dumb, corrupt man raising this, waving, not waving, raising this flag a long time ago. And I remember some German politicians laughing and scoffing, playing the fiddle, so to speak, while they were hearing these warnings. Well, not who's laughing now because people are crying now, but who? who, who was right? The operator of the Nord Stream 2 gas pipeline reported a sudden drop in pressure overnight Monday with a spokesperson suggesting it could have been a leak. Yeah, I think I think we can agree with that now. Um Okay, well I think there's nothing I think there's nothing new in here. Where are the leaks? The leaks were detected on the Nord Stream 1 pipeline which stopped delivering gas to Europe last month both in an area northeast of the Danish island of Bornholm. Danish authorities have asked ships to stay clear of the Bornholm Burdenholm, by a five nautical mile radius. Okay, fine. Both pipelines still contain gas under pressure, but are not delivering the fuel to Europe. Each line of the pipeline consists of about 100,000, 24-ton concrete. Each line of the pipeline consists of about 100,024-ton concrete-weight-coated steel pipes laid on the seabed. The pipelines have a constant internal diameter of 1.153 meters, according to Nord Stream. It's very cool. What caused the leak? Unclear. Yada, yada. Kremlin has said it did not rule out sabotage as a reason behind the damage, adding it was an issue affecting the energy security of the entire continent. Poland's prime minister said the leaks were an act of sabotage, while Denmark's leader said it could not be ruled out. Okay. Yada, yada, yada. Who is investigating? We don't really care. Potential impact. The extent of the damage means the Nord Stream pipelines are unlikely to be able to carry any gas to Europe this winter, even if there was political will to bring them online, analysts of the Eurasia group said, depending on the scale of the damage this is looking very 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 bad for German citizens German German people European people hold on where's the stream here I'll put I'll put the link in here so people can um or read the article from Al Jazeera could could it, well it could it could not have been an earthquake that that we can rule out earthquake natural disaster uh could have been an accident, could have been wear and tear, could have been too high pressure. Uh, sabotage is looking like. Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll see. Uh, let me see here in the, in the chat. I'm sure Russia wants to stop making money selling natural gas. Makes sense. That w- what's, what's actually shocking is the degree to which uh, Europe relies on Russia for uh, natural gas. Hold on. Let me see if I can find this article. Here we go. Nord Stream, what is it? The degree to which Europe is utterly dependent on Russia really makes you question policy. Now, it's nice to starve your own citizens for moral reasons, Um, but government is supposed to be responsible to its citizens. Let me just see here. It said it... I just skipped over this. Uh, Let's say Percent... I think it was like something like 30% of, of Germany's, uh, of Europe's natural gas came from Russia. And so <laughs> you impose sanctions on Russia because of the Russia-Ukraine war, and then you don't expect Russia to fight back. Um, and, um, and now there seems to be a problem that will preclude Europe from getting much needed natural gas from Russia, even if there were a political resolution. And I'll tell you the only people who are going to suffer sure as hell is not going to be the politicians. Uh, Rib Tay says, can you start revealing the woke companies, businesses, et cetera, in Canada? I, I'm not sure I could, because I'm not sure I, I, I'm not sure I know of them other than the ones that, you know, we, we become aware of as they make public statements that are utterly idiotic. Like um, what was that podcast festival pod? It was the podcast festival that apologized for the presence of Ben Shapiro uh so it is when 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 it's time to make fun of them and shame them publicly we'll do it uh k trillia k says conspiracy theory sabotage via a russian submarine running into the lines uh that close to, to that are close to one another and so russia sabotages it so that they punish europe and that russia doesn't make money from selling gas to europe um I mean Russia's going to have all the energy they need to stay warm, they're going to have uh other resources that other nations are going to want, but would they do that to sabotage Europe when they could just um politically just shut it off? I'm not sure. But uh, then again, I'm not I am not the best one to see that far around the curve because I I I defer to other people who who have been better at predicting in the future. I'll pick their brains. If their theories make sense, I will absorb them as uh, one absorbs information. Yeah, who's on first says throughout history the poor have suffered, and that is all that's going to happen with this conflict, and that's all that has been happening with this conflict. It's you know, it's it's been a, it's been a great crisis that um, no politician uh, has let go to waste, uh, including um, including this man right here. Listen to this. Uh, Secretary Blinken l- listen to this by the way like n- never let a good crisis go to waste when some people you know out there say some some entities might have a vested interest not only in not resolving the russia ukraine war they might have a vested interest in exacerbating it and you have the us which has effectively if not explicitly admitted that they're fighting this they're using ukraine to fight a proxy war with russia it's fantastic they don't have to use their own troops they don't have to endanger their own citizens. They get to use Ukrainian citizens as political pawns. They get to use the Ukraine military as political pawns, and at the same time, they get to sell a ton of arms to Ukraine. They get to they get to um, uh, finance via tax dollars. They get to finance this. They take their own, you know, they take their own cut at the end of the day because they get paid for the work that they're doing. Ship, ship in arms, sell arms, ch- fund money over there. It's good for business. And it doesn't cost uh, the American politicians political goodwill because their own innocent citizens are not dying as a result. Their soldiers are not being injured and maimed as a result. It's a very easy war to fight by using Ukraine as a proxy to fight a Western war against Russia. And they basically admitted it. But
1: listen to this. Sovereignty, territorial integrity, independence, Um, they are being challenged. And we're seeing the consequences in everything from rising food insecurity to the energy prices that we've talked about. So it's profoundly in everyone's interest for Russia to stop its aggression. But it really is incumbent upon Russia and President Putin to decide that this is what it's going to do. One person has the ability to stop this aggression tomorrow, and that's Vladimir Putin. Sovereignty. Territorial integrity. Listen to
0: everything,
1: everything. Um, They are being challenged. Yep. And we're seeing.
0: Sovereignty, territorial independence being challenged. What a wonderful distraction from uh, territorial integrity that's being challenged back home. Just distraction.
1: But listen to this. The consequences and everything from rising food insecurity to the energy prices that we've talked about.
0: Energy crisis, rising food insecurity, supply chain issues. It's an amazing thing. The longer that this war goes on the more that American politicians and Canadian politicians can blame uh, problems that directly result from their own policy on this ongoing war in Russia. The gas hike, the Putin gas hike, the Putin fertilizer shortage, the Putin energy crisis. It's all Putin's fault. Set aside the fact that um, a great many of these problems existed well before uh, this war in Ukraine. Set aside that. These problems have been going on for a long time. Uh, Some might say years due to COVID policies, due to other green policies. Some might say these problems have been long in the making and exacerbated overnight before the war in Ukraine. But now, instead of focusing on their own failings as government, they get to use this as the excuse for everything. Gas prices are up. It's Putin's fault. Putin's gas hike. Inflation, Putin's inflation. Uh, Energy crisis, Putin's energy crisis. No fertilizer, Putin's fault. Forget the fact that we're not uh, nationally uh, independent, energy independent, for policy reasons. Blame Putin for everything, which gives them a vested interest not only to not resolve this conflict, but to exacerbate it and amplify it at every step of the way. The longer it goes on, the more they can use it as an excuse to cover for their own failed policies on their own citizens. And the only question is, how long do citizens go on with a blind eye not understanding that? Ah, Blinken, yeah. The, the the excuse for everything. It's like, was this it? Oh, here, let's 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 hear what uh, let's hear what Newland has to say. Newland, who says uh, there's no um, there's no biological weapons in Ukraine. There's biological research facilities, and we're scared that it might fall into the hands of Russians. I'll play that afterwards, because everybody has to remember that. Listen to
1: this. Um, With regard to Nord Stream 2, uh, we continue to have uh, very strong and clear conversations uh, with our German allies, and I want to be clear with you today.
0: I want to be clear with you today. What happens after people say, I want to be clear? Bullshit comes out of their mouth. If Russia invades Ukraine, one way or another, Nord Stream 2 will not move Hmm. forward. Uh, that's very interesting my goodness I almost forgot to bring this up but that's why I have my bookmarks CIA in the summer warns of potential sabotage Victoria Nuland
1: um, with regard to Nord Stream 2 vows it's a
0: promise it's a promise, continue to it's a a promise. Strong if strong Russia strong invades Ukraine
3: with our German what's going to happen and I want to be clear with be, you
2: today very clear
3: if
0: Russia invades Ukraine one way or another Nord Stream 2 will not move forward hmm. One way or another, but don't worry. By the way, uh, it wasn't it wasn't just Newland saying it. If, if anyone thought it's only Newland, Newland doesn't have any power. Although she probably has more power than more influence than Potus himself. Uh, if anybody was saying it's only Newland, what does she know? She doesn't speak for the government. She doesn't speak for Potus. Potus speaks for himself. What did Potus have to say about it? Give you a hint. Sounds very much the same. Let me answer the first question first. If Germany,
2: if uh, if Russia invades, uh, that means tanks or troops crossing the uh, the the border of Ukraine. It happens again. Then uh, there will be uh, we there will be no longer a Nord Stream two. We we will bring an end to it.
0: Look at that face right okay. there. By the way, but how will you? That that, that that is that uh static. Unflinching face uh, is indicative of of cognitive impairment in, in my humble opinion. for anybody who's lived with it and and seen it before that's what i'm that's what I see right there that that brings back memories no blinking not how blinking will you, How you will you do that exactly since the project and control of the project is within Germany's control
2: we will uh, I promise you we'll be
0: able to do it. Hmm. It's just amazing. The, the Internet is forever, and there's a reason why the powers that be want to control the platform that has democratized access to information and eternalized information. There's only so much scrubbing you can do. When, when is this from? Hold on a second. How do, I, how do I How do I get out of here? No, go forward. When is this from? It's from the summer? ABC News. February 2022. Let's just listen to it one more time. Let me answer the
2: first question first. If Germany, if uh, if Russia invades, uh, that means tanks or troops crossing the uh, the, the border of Ukraine uh, again. Then uh, there will be uh, we there will be no longer a Nord Stream two. If, there will we, we be no
0: that. longer North. We'll put an end to it. How do you do that? It's, it's between but Russia and Germany. You, how will you do that? Exactly. Since the project and control of the project is within Germany's control.
2: We will, uh, I promise Ooh. you, we'll be able to do it.
0: Mm. Well, and, and look at that, look at that face. Do it. Uh, you mess with intelligence. They can, they have seven ways from Sunday to get back at you, right, um, right Joe? It's, it's, I it's, I'm so proud. We'll do it. Mm, that little and that grin. First February 2022. If Russia invades, there will be no more Nord Stream pipeline. Nord Stream. I did it again. Nord Stream pipeline. Victoria Newland. There will be. We'll put an end to it. Summer 2022. CIA warns: Be careful for sabotage. And uh, September 2022, there appears to be sabotage and the stream, the pipe stream, the Nord Stream pipeline appears to be no more, even if they can resolve the political dispute, it won't be delivering natural gas to Germany and Europe for winter. Joe Biden's going to have a nice fire. He'll have a nice fireside Christmas. There's no question about that. And those German politicians, they'll be eating well over Christmas. There's no doubt about that. Okay, we've got a rumble rant here. Salty Sarge says Russia was not delivering gas through either Nord Stream 1 or 2. They were burning it off at the last port in Russia. Okay, that's a fair point in terms of uh, undermining the argument that it would not be in their economic best interest to sabotage it. Hmm. I'm going to read the chat here and just see if... Uh... He started with saying, "If Germany invades, he's lost his mind." Bacon gravy. Eh, that's just that's that's not a Freudian slip. That's just. I don't, I don't think anyone's going to disagree that he lost his mind, but you know, pe- people people flub sentences. Um, okay, so this I think we've talked about this. Yeah, we don't need this. Okay, get that out of here. Um, next story, people. Hold on. Have we have we gone through it all? Cancel. Um, that might be it for the for the day, people. Let me see. I'm gonna go to my home and see if there's anything. We're seeing the live tracker update. Ian Ipath. It looks like it's going up and it's going. Oh, look at this. It's intense. And maybe this is a sign that I should just go back and uh, start getting things ready here. Hold on. Twitter, right here. Look at this. Lots of different graphics out there. All houses in Florida can handle Category 2, 3 wins. Take it seriously, but media overhypes it. It's what they do. Wednesday. AM. So we'll see. Okay. Uh, now, I wanted to go home. Home. Here. And we're going to bring up... Uh, Oh, I got into a, a fun disagreement on the, on the interwebs. Tristan Snell, it's, it's, a, it's an amazing thing. You can learn in real time, not, by no means become an expert, but learn in real time when you see something, you don't understand something or something looks a little too bizarre to be true. Tristan Snell, people, we, you may recall Tristan Snell from such other bad tweets as every other bad tweet that he puts out. Lawyer, founder of Main Street Law, repping small, mid-sized business. We've done this. Co- oh, yeah, sorry. Prosecuted Trump University at New York Attorney General. Commentator, MSNBC, CNN. A man who is so uh, obsessed and deranged with TDS. There's the old expression, there's no, there's no honor among scoundrels. And the other expression is, the revolution devours its own children. They're going to start going after each other when they have no one else to go after. Dan Bongino has said it multiple times. This is what Tristan Snell had to say about Maggie Haberman from the New York Times. I'm not a journalist, so I can't say whether Maggie Haberman is doing her job appropriately. I I, I could go out and say that Maggie Haberman as a journalist is not doing her job appropriately. It's narrative news and not journalism news. He says, though, I am a lawyer, though, so I can say her failure to report Trump's felonies his felonies upon discovering them saving them for her book instead appears to be misprision misprision i'm sorry misprision misprision which is itself a felony that's interesting what's what's misprision you might ask uh misprision is the it's, it's more than the failure to disclose or to rat out somebody who you suspect might have committed a felony. Setting aside that we're just going to have to put a parenthesis around the Trump felonies because he hasn't been convicted yet, but I don't think that this uh, crime of misprision requires a conviction, but rather just the suspicion or or concealment of uh, a felonious act. Uh, apparently, maybe Maggie Haberman... You know, she was meeting with Trump multiple times. She witnessed Trump felonies, did not disclose them. That itself is a felony. Well, the only problem, and I just had to Google, look up what misprision was. These are the criteria elaborated by the courts. The requisite, by the way, it says, th- these are requisite conditions and they're cumulative. As you can see at the end of three, where it says, and the cumulative factors, the principal committed and completed the felony alleged. Two, the the defendant had full knowledge of that fact. Three, the defendant failed to notify authorities of the principal's actions. And, and the defendant took affirmative steps to conceal the crime of the principal. Now, I'm not sure they get past the first three, let alone the fourth. But unless Tristan Snell is arguing that Maggie Haberman affirmatively took steps to conceal the crimes of donald trump i'd say he's out in left field but so deranged with hatred for donald trump that he is now going to go devour his own maggie haberman at the new york times this is how it's going to go down he's going to do it uh let me see here are we still looking at the same thing we are Now Haberman is far from alone on this. In fact, it's been endemic to those close to the Trump White House. They saw some shit, and they saved the good shit for their books. I understand the impulse. I'm just not sure that it falls outside the definition of misprision. It's, I mean, it's, it's a, you're walking down the rabbit hole of, of actual derangement. Her failure to report Trump's felonies, guilty until proven innocent. And uh, let's just forget about the criteria that are required for this crime of misprision, taking affirmative steps to conceal the crime of the principal, that being Trump. Yeah, it makes it makes total sense. It's absolutely plausible and there's nothing deranged about it. Uh, po- uh, okay. I'm <laughs> just reading some of the chats. All right. So that's, that's one of the, that's another wonderful, uh, legal, uh, fun tidbit of the day. Um, it's, uh, I, someone had asked, you know, what, what crimes has, has Trudeau committed? Uh, I always allegedly, like, if, if one were to say someone has committed crimes, this is what I, this is what I would argue. Uh, When I put out a tweet the other day, let me see here, go back to the original tweet. As a victim of what I believe to be his crimes against Canadians, Trudeau must go is not enough. He must be politically held to account. He knew what he was coercing on Canadians was wrong as he did it, and he continues to do it for all those who have been harmed, Trudeau trials. Then someone says, what crimes? Now, this is obviously in the context of this is what I'm arguing. What crimes might Justin Trudeau have committed? Uh, you don't even have to get too creative. We, we've we've discussed this before. Fraud: Everyone who, by deceit, falsehood, or other fraudulent means, whether or not it is a false pretense within the meaning of this act, defrauds the public or any person, whether ascertained or not, of any property, money, valuable security, or service. I mean, look, it's a losing battle, but it's not untenable. There's there's an argument to be made there. How about extortion? everyone commits extortion who without reasonable justification or excuse and with the with the intent to obtain anything by threats accusations menaces or violence induces or attempts to induce any person whether or not he is the person threatened accused or menaced or to whom violence is shown to do anything extortion without reasonable justification or excuse with the intent to obtain anything threats Accusations, menace, violence. No, no, you don't have to get too creative on this. Public incitement of hatred, and this is the one where I had a nice um, Twitter exchange with an individual who I, I, I quickly realized is just there, not, 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 not there to have an honest discussion. Everyone who, by communicating statements in any public space, incites hatred against any identifiable group. Where such incitement is likely to lead to a breach of the peace is guilty. Incitement of hatred. That one might be my favorite. A person who commits assault—assault assault is, uh, is the bigger stress, but uh, the bigger stretch. But then someone accuses me of saying of, of having uh, accused uh, Trudeau of treason. Now I have oh, here. It is this is it. So suddenly you learn something, anything about the law when it's a perceived political opponent taking a bad legal take. I don't know what bad legal takes is. How about your unhinged claims that the prime minister committed multiple offenses, including treason? I'm asking a rhetorical question because I want them to maybe, maybe one day I was sleepwalking and I accused Trudeau of treason. I know that I've never accused Trudeau of treason or Biden of treason for that matter, or Trump of treason. I haven't accused them of treason. And I've always said treason is a really bad, not bad in the moral sense. It's just an untenable accusation. Treason Uh, typically requires a state of war Uh, or rising up against the government. It's not Trudeau himself rising up up against himself without bastardizing treason too much. But I never accused Trudeau of treason or Biden for that matter, because I think it's a silly, it's a big word. People love throwing it around, but I think it's largely misapplied. When did I accuse Justin Trudeau of treason, I ask? And the response, didn't read the replies, I said that was too incompetent even for you, but then you did rather deliberately misconstrue the elements of public incitement of hatred. And the question is this, public incitement of hatred uh, against identifiable groups. Hold on, where, where is identifiable group? Let's just get back to public incitement of hatred because it's a, there, there's an interesting, um, no, it's not that one. There's an interesting argument here. Identifiable groups, Oh, I don't have the uh, the, the graph, but identifiable groups under the criminal code: race, religion, creed. Let me just pull up. A- I'll read it in the backdrop, and you'll have to take my word for it. In this section, I believe this is the applicable section. Identifiable group means any of the public distinguished by color, race, religion, national or ethnic origin, age, sex, sexual orientation, gender identity or expression. That's the recent amendment, or mental or physical disability. Um, So, public incitement. There was a case once upon a time where the defense, to some extent, I hope I'm not bastardizing it, was I wasn't talking about a group. I was just talking about people who everyone would associate with a group. When Justin Trudeau comes out and calls anti-vaxxers, racists, misogynists, uh, extremists, are they an identifiable group? Some might argue And some courts have actually um, included in mental or physical disability, medical conditions, medical status. Some some would raise the argument that discriminating against people based on medical status, being unvaccinated, would in fact be included in identifiable groups. That would be one argument, which I think is not untenable and in fact quite plausible. The other argument would be this one, which which I've been making for a while now. When Justin Trudeau is, uh, when, when a policy has a disparate impact on religious ethnic minorities, uh, they are often written off or de- deemed to be discriminatory policies. The policy doesn't have to target Black people, Latino people, Indigenous people specifically. But if it's drafted in a way to have a disparate impact on them, it will be deemed to be inapplicable. It could be deemed to be inapplicable. So when Justin Trudeau comes out and starts spewing vitriol publicly inciting hatred against unvaccinated Canadians and when we know that statistically speaking more often than not tend to be unvaccinated black Canadians latino Canadians indigenous Canadians it, are, are we are we doing indirectly what we're not allowed doing directly or oh, i'm not i'm not talking about black latinos i'm not i'm not inciting public hatred against them i didn't mention black people latino people or indigenous i'm just saying those unvaxed are putting us all at risk. They're extremists. They shouldn't be tolerated. What are we going to do with them? Oh, and by the way, more often than not, they'll tend to be Black, Latino, and Indigenous. So yeah, the argument is there. It's immoral. When Justin Trudeau came out and made those statements, in my view, it was public incitement of hatred against, if not medically identifiable groups, statistically speaking, ethnic groups. And it's not an accident that we have seen some of the consequences that we've seen in Canada. Someone says, uh, TJ Maxx says, political beliefs are an identifiable group. I don't believe that not under Canada, under certain laws, I, I think in California, the UNRU Act, I think might include political ideology, but in Canada, medical, physical and mental disability uh, can include medical condition. And I, I would feel very comfortable making the argument that discriminating against people due to their medical status um, is discrimination against an identifiable group in the sense of the criminal code and, and, and flip side, how about if Justin Trudeau just came out and said violence against the unvaccinated? No, nope, No, that, that would be a separate crime under the criminal code uh, incitement to violence uh, harassment. Would someone say that that is not, uh, public incitement to hatred against what would be recognized as an identifiable group under the criminal code. So it's not just like Down syndrome and HIV and medical physical disabilities, medical condition, medical status. Unvaxxed are extremists. They need to be dealt with. We, do we tolerate them? I, I I would feel more than comfortable making those arguments. But anyhow, I, I, I quickly realized that I was not dealing with someone who was having a, a sincere discussion because um, they made an accusation which was false while calling me a liar. <sighs> and then the, this little license—the thing is—I don't need to know your medical status. Uh, well, you know what? Uh, like I, like I, my anecdotally mentioned—you um, don't need to know it unless you have a. I don't know a vaccine passport policy in Quebec, where if you're not vaccinated, you can't get into Canadian tire. And then lo and behold, I happen to see multiple, uh, black individuals outside the Canadian tire because statistically they tend to be under vaccinated as as compared to Asian or Caucasian Canadians. but it's, it's, it's not a discriminatory policy. Although I may as well just basically say the following groups are not welcome here. Oh, but they, they can, they can choose to get vaccinated. And the reason why, uh, vaccine hesitancy is higher among indigenous, Latino, black Canadians has to do with a little something known as the history of how the governments of Canada and America have treated those groups, have experimented on those groups, have abused of those groups such that they no longer trust the government. That's why the, the, the hesitancy exists in the first place. Discrimination then, discrimination now. <sighs> ah, man, curmudgeon. All right. Well, it's 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 raining cats and dogs here, so it, it is beautiful. And um, we'll see we'll see what I do tomorrow. Oh, tomorrow. Okay, sorry. It is at one o'clock with with Chloe Cole. Let me just make sure. One o'clock, the twenty eighth. It's gonna be. We're gonna we're gonna have an interesting discussion. Uh, yeah, thirteen hundred Eastern time tomorrow. Oh, yeah, here, here, here. No, here, let's listen to this. Let's listen to this. I've played it a dozen times, and I'll play it a dozen more times.
3: We. Oui. On va s'en sortir de cette pandémie par la vaccination. Puis on, on en connaît tous, des gens qui sont I- en train d'hésiter un petit peu. On va continuer d'essayer de les convaincre. Mais il y a aussi des gens qui sont farouchement opposés à la vaccination. Qui sont extrémistes. Qui ne croient pas dans la science, qui sont souvent misogynes, souvent racistes aussi. C'est un, 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 une petite, un
0: petit groupe, mais qui prend de la place. Oh, by the way, if it's not an identifiable group, um, what's he referring to then? <laughs> it's a small group. We know who they are. Because arrive can tells us who they are. We we know who they are because when you got your vax, you got a nice paper from the government and an email from the government, and the government knows. And if we don't have that proof on you, we know who you are based on medical status.
3: Et là, il faut faire un choix. Il faut faire un choix. En tant que pays, uh, est-ce qu'on tolère ces gens-là ou est-ce qu'on dit ben voyons la plupart des gens presque 80% des Québécois ont fait ce qu'il fallait faire se sont fait vacciner on veut revenir à, 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 aux choses qu'on aime faire et uh, c'est pas ces gens-là qui vont nous bloquer oui on va I s'en will never de... I will never si
0: never forget pion, this. Si en... Anyhow, that's it. Let's Just make sure that I did not forget anything else. Ah, you know what? Why not? While we're at it. ...world that he has nuclear
1: weapons. While we're at it. Last week, Director Brennan, the world that he has nuclear weapons. He said, I'm not bluffing when I say I'm willing to use them. How seriously should the United States take that threat? Well, uh, I don't think we should ever discard uh, out of hand anything that Putin says. I do not think at this point that he is seriously considering the use of tactical nuclear weapons or any type of nuclear uh, bomb in Ukraine uh, because he knows that there would be international condemnation. And also, I think it would invite the U.S. and NATO uh, allies to intervene in some manner. As President uh, Biden and Jake Sullivan have said, it would be catastrophic uh, if, in the event that Putin decides to go down that nuclear route. So I think it's pretty typical of him to try to intimidate uh, others. Uh, but at this point, uh, I do think he is uh, not uh, deciding to go down that road.
0: That First of all, as far as I understand, that's an actual misrepresentation of what Putin said, which was Putin said, I won't hesitate to use nuclear weapons if you use nuclear weapons. And this is like the same argument that uh, uh, Assad, what's his name? Assad. That was used with Assad allegedly using chemical weapons. Why would Assad need to use chemical weapons in the context of a a conflict where he could succeed without using them as opposed to drawing in international support condemnation for using it? I don't think that Russia would need to use nuclear weapons uh, for any military purpose in Ukraine. So the, the, the premise itself is seems somewhat flawed. Like, of course, he would not unilaterally do it on his own volition. I don't think that's even what he said. Uh, what I believe he said, my understanding is, if others use it, we will as well. There would be no reason for him to use it, period. But we're listening to John Brennan. John Brennan. Does that name ring a bell to anybody? Like, people, we, we've, we have short memories or we never knew in the first place. John Brennan. We're listening to him for wise advice from our intelligence community. He's got to know what he's talking about. He, he sounds so smart and, 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 and you know, knowledgeable. Hunter Biden's story is Russian disinformation, dozens of former intel officials say. Which were some of these dozens of military? Nick Shapiro, a former top aide under CIA Director John Brennan, provided. He noted the ice. Oh, is this not the right? Oh, this might not be the right one. Where John Brennan? John Brennan, unless I, this is not the right quote. Anyhow, John Brennan was one of the intelligence officers who. The intelligence members who came out and said, "the, the sign that letter," uh, I, I, I unless I made a mistake, but I'm, I, I'm certain, I'm fairly certain I haven't. Brennan was one of the individuals saying the Hunter Biden laptop story was Russian disinformation. Trust him now; you're going to get sincere, honest, and um, accurate information out of John Brennan this time. And then we'll finish on this. Quelque chose, quelque...
3: Malheureusement, les mépris pour les droits de la personne en Iran n'est pas quelque chose de nouveau. In the wake of the horrific downing of PS752, the Iranian regime refused to be held accountable, but our government was and is relentless in the pursuit of justice for the families of the victims. We will stop at nothing to ensure that this regime is held to account and that we will support the families until justice is served. We've seen Iran disregarding human rights time and time again. Now we see it with the death of Masa Amini and the crackdown on protests.
0: Can, can you believe that, he, he, that, he's not, that he's able to keep a straight face? He's lecturing Iraq. Now, admittedly, I, I, may, I might say it's only um, by the grace of God that no one was killed at the violent crackdown of the protest in Ottawa. Uh, two, two people were trampled by horses. Uh, multiple people were physically assaulted by police officers. Concussive grenades were detonated, pepper spray. Uh, a journalist was shot in the leg point blank with a tear gun canister. But for the grace of God, nobody, no, no protesters got killed when Justin Trudeau violently cracked down on the protest, peaceful protest in Ottawa. Can you believe this guy can sit here or stand there with a straight face and lecture Iran? As being a tyrannical regime, which it, which it probably is, violently cracking down on protest, which it is, and, and committing acts of violence against protesters. Can you imagine he has the audacity to stand there with a straight face and lecture another country, basically for doing exactly what he did, but maybe maybe worse?
3: In Iran, who are protesting, and to those who are supporting you, we stand with you.
0: We stand with you. Where does he get to the part about women? We
3: join our voices, the voices of all Canadians, to the millions of people around the world, demanding that the Iranian government listen to their people, end their repression of freedoms and rights.
0: He's demanding that the Iranian government listen to their people when Justin Trudeau, for three and a half weeks, refused to listen to his people. This is... This is crazy. I feel like I'm taking crazy pills. This is insane. It's madness. I mean, it, it's 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 enraging. It's 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 gaslighting of the highest order. He could be talking about himself if it were someone else in in his place right now. It, like, Let- like 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 verbatim. Switch the word Iran- Iranian government with Canadian government. Yes, the Iranian government's probably worse than the Canadian government. I'll say probably. It's objectively worse. He refuses to listen to his people, Justin Trudeau, for three and a half weeks. He violently suppresses protests, Justin Trudeau, three and a half weeks into the protest. Police came, assaulted protesters, stomped on protesters, arrested female protesters, kept them detained for weeks on end.
3: Women and all Iranians live their lives and express themselves peacefully.
0: Oh, oh, my good God. Oh you hear Justin. All of a sudden, Justin Trudeau's concerned about regimes cracking down brutally on protesters, particularly women. Tamara Lich being arrested for peaceful protests in Ottawa, where the government did not listen to the Canadians and came down with an iron fist: batons, pepper spray, armored vehicles, drones, snipers on roofs. This man thinks he has the moral and political authority to lecture Iran. Oh and then people people in the chat people some people the responses oh they didn't they didn't beat Tamara Lich they didn't kill her you're right they didn't so now so now just so, uh, arbitrary detention arresting peaceful protesters some got some got assaulted and but for the grace of god none of them died the 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 80 some year old woman who got trampled by a horse could just easily have died oh but they, well, they didn't beat Tamara Lich so it's okay i mean then she shouldn't. Have. They they only locked her up for two and a half weeks on misdemeanor mischief charges. Not misdemeanor. Sorry, on mischief charges. See if we see any of those comments here. Oh, no, Here's here's the trampling of. Uh, I think that's the elderly lady. There were. I think there were two incidents. Yeah, that's the elderly lady right there in the in the red. He has the the audacity to sit there and lecture Iran for doing exactly what he did, just, just worse. All right, people. Tomorrow, one o'clock. It's going to be phenomenal. If I have electricity, hopefully we, we don't lose power. Uh, and uh, may everybody who's in the path of this storm be prepared and, uh, and make it through it. We'll see how it goes and I'll, I'll give live updates. But uh, this is going to be my first, my first hurricane. Or uh, I, I guess it's a tropical storm now. I don't know if it's if it's technically defined as a hurricane, but we'll see. I'll keep everyone updated. Uh, everybody, conduct yourselves in a manner that would make your parents, your children, hypothetical children, hypothetical pets proud. Uh, it, it is it is very tempting when battling monsters to become the monster, and it's also very um, easy to become a monster. It's very. Not tempting. It's almost difficult to see oneself becoming the monster under the pressure. Don't become the monster that you're battling. Now, that being said, <laughs> Trudeau, is un- Trudeau and Biden are past the point of saying, how do we bring people together? And I might be beyond the point of forgiving Trudeau politically. But um, you have to make sure to keep your morals about you and to keep your dignity. If you become as bad as them when battling them, uh, th- that doesn't wash off afterwards. Also, as far as just tactical and pragmatic um, strategy goes, that will be used against you. You say stupid things, it will discredit you. It will allow people to discredit you and anyone who supports you and the very cause that might've been a legitimate cause in the first place. So <laughs> category three, ain't no joke, Viva, says ex-skater. Dude, don't make me scared. of not I've, I've never seen. I don't know what it feels like. Well, I, I will. We'll live it together, people. Don't seek revenge. Seek justice. Don't be blinded. Just do not be blinded by anger and say things that you will regret. And when you know that you're playing with bad faith players, uh, don't give them don't give them the fodder they need, and that they will use to exploit further further wrongdoings. So. Yeah, Trudeau is gaslighting us all, says Freedom Penny. Let's see here. JQEO says, my heart is already blackened. That is not going to make anybody. That's not going to help anybody, uh, J-Q-A-O. All right, peeps, that's it. So tomorrow, Chloe Cole, Thursday... Uh, I believe Julie Kelly is coming back on to talk about January 6th and uh, Whitmer. Time to be determined, so I'll, I'll, I'll get back to you on that. What happened to the elderly man that got trampled by the horse? Was he disappeared? Who was he? I'm reading some of the chats, which I don't uh, don't understand. I've been through a Category 5 super typhoon. Winds exceeding 157 knots. You need... To build, to meet that there were a few people killed and some property damage. Look up Okinawa construction codes, TX forty seven. And then people saying, "Yeah, too bad." Says uh, the the one who got trampled by a horse was a woman. I know that there was an it was an elderly indigenous woman with a walker who was trampled. I'm not sure about the second person. The rumors, I, no, nobody died. So I I, I was there. I I heard rumors of it, and a Fox News journalist tweeted out something that was subsequently proven to be wrong. Raskin is a loon. What the F is he even saying? Concur. Okay, people, go. Do this. Enjoy the day. Get some exercise. Uh, Everyone in Florida, hunker down, be safe, and I'll see you all tomorrow.